in Jesus' mighty name. Turn to your neighbor and greet them, Emmanuel. Give your neighbor a handshake, say, Emmanuel. Give your other neighbor a handshake, say, Emmanuel. Give the neighbor behind you a handshake, say, Emmanuel. Give the neighbor in front of you a handshake, say, Emmanuel. And greet the viewers all over the world on Emmanuel TV. Emmanuel! Good morning, church. Tell your neighbor, Happy New Year. Now, I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, say, Neighbor, in this new year, 2020, keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes on God. Not on the means he might use. Once again, say, neighbor, keep your eyes on God, not on the means he might use. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, God, and God alone is the source of our expectations. Now tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, cut down your expectations of people and step up your expectations of God because God is not a man who disappoints. You may have your seats in the presence of God in Jesus' name. Yes, brethren, God is not a man who disappoints. If you trust in yourself this new year, you are doomed to disappointment. If you trust in your, your friends, your neighbors, your family, remember one day they, they can die and leave you. But if you put your trust in Jesus Christ, you will never, I repeat, never be confounded in time or eternity. If you put your trust in Jesus Christ, you will walk in victory, even in the midst of adversity, because God is reliable. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, God is reliable. God is dependable. God is trustworthy. I put my trust in Him alone. Do you know the reason why I have begun today's message in this tone? Today, it is so common for people to rely on those who are unreliable. For people to depend on those who are not dependable. For people today to, to put their trust in people who are not trustworthy. And when you do this, what happens? 
you set yourself up for disappointments. You open the door to disappointments, to bitterness, to resentments, to hurt, because you trust those who are not trustworthy. The truth is, brethren, we are living in a danger zone where the Bible says everyone lies to his neighbor. Whom can we believe? Only God. There is no other source of truth in this world. There is no other source of reliability in this world outside of Jesus Christ. He is still the steadfast one, still trustworthy, still reliable. That is who our God is. So today, I want to talk about a principle that must anchor your life throughout this new year, 2020. And the principle is very simply this. Love everyone, but trust only God. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, love everyone, but trust only God. Now, quickly turn with me in your Bibles to the book of John chapter 2. And I'm going to read from verses 24 to 25. And the Bible reads thus. But Jesus would not entrust himself to them, for he knew all people. Verse 25. He did not need any testimony about mankind, for he knew what was in each person. Jesus knew, as the Bible says in Jeremiah 17 verse 9, that the heart of man is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. This is what Jesus knew. He knew what man is made of. This is the reason why I want to talk about this principle for the new year. Love everyone but trust only God. If you take a look at society today, and this is mirrored in our own lives as well, if you examine yourself, you will discover that many people today have imprisoned themselves with bitterness and resentments because they have been disappointed by man. They have been let down by those they look up to. They have been hurt by those they helped. They have been betrayed by those they least expected. You, you, look, you can, you can see examples of this everywhere in our society. Many people today have invested so much in a particular business and at the end of the day, our business partner that we invested so much in, turns around and dupes us. What about relationships? You see many people today entering a relationship, emotionally invested in a relationship, thinking it may likely lead to marriage. Suddenly you find that your partner has been cheating on you behind your back. 
in our workplace, many people that we have trained up, people that we have been teaching and our apprentices, some of them later turn against us after all that we've done. What about that person you thought was, was a friend and you confided in them privately about your personal life, about some challenges you were passing through? Little did you know that that friend started using your own weakness against you and gossiping about you behind your back. Or the person you've done good to, you've helped, you've done good to them, you've supported them, and they repay you with evil. All of these scenarios that happen commonly in our society today have caused people to become bitter, discouraged, depressed, cold-hearted. In some extreme scenarios which we unfortunately see played on our television channels and on the pages of newspapers, in some unfortunate scenarios you see people today even commit suicide because they have been disappointed by a man. You hear that? My, my girlfriend left me. The person commits suicide. You hear that? This businessman that I invested so much in, he deceived me. The person commits suicide. End your life because you have been disappointed or betrayed by man. Now, I want to ask you today, examine yourself. Have you ever been disappointed by someone? Have you ever maybe been betrayed by someone that you least expected? Brethren, let's not deceive ourselves. It's painful. Yes, it is painful. But people of God, if you close your hearts from helping others because of a bad experience you had in the past, if you become bitter over betrayal, if you become discouraged over disappointments, then you only serve to fulfill Satan's purpose to take you out of the will of God. A bitter heart cannot serve God in spirit and truth. Prophet T.B. Joshua says, and I quote, if you leave one relationship embittered and resentful, you will enter the next relationship with the same attitude. What happens? Carry over. The cycle of hurts, the cycle of disappointment only seems to continue. If you are not careful and you leave a relationship embittered and resentful, you may find yourself being used by Satan to inflict that same hurts, that same disappointments on another relationship. What am I here to tell you, brethren? It's not worth damaging your hearts for the sake of mere flesh and blood. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 22 reads thus. I'll read it to you. It says this. Stop trusting in mere humans who have but a breath in their nostrils. For everyone who is here today, everyone watching all over the world, we all have our individual beginning and end. Only God has no beginning and end. In our journey through this world, we must never forget that we are just in a market. 
no matter how long you live here, you will one day leave here. We have our beginning and we have our end. Only God has no beginning and end. That is why trust is reserved for God, not man. Because that person who said he will pay your debts back next week, do you know whether he will be around next week? That person that promises that, yes, I'm going to play this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to keep my end of the bargain. Do you know what will happen to them in two weeks' time or three weeks' time or one month's time when James 4 says that life is like a mist, a vapor that appears for a while and then disappears. Turn to your neighbor, say, neighbor, I love you, but I don't trust you because you have a beginning and you have an end. I only trust in God who has no beginning and no end. Do you know the reason why you should love everyone and trust only God? Because tomorrow is a mystery. You may own now, you may hold now, but God owns tomorrow. God holds next. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I love you, but I don't trust you because tomorrow is a mystery. Only God holds tomorrow. That is why we must stop putting our hope and our confidence in man. I'm not saying you should not love everyone. This is what the title of this message tells us. Love everyone, yes, but trust only God. When I say love everyone, I'm referring to the love for Christ's sake, not love for selfish, classic, or material reasons, you know, tit for tat. I give you, but I expect this. No. I'm talking about love without expectation. Love without conditions or strings attached. Because when you love someone without expecting something back from the person you are giving, then you are sowing seeds in the Spirit. The challenge we have today is that we have certain expectations from those we give. We expect them to, at one point, reciprocate. Or we expect them to appreciate or say thank you. We expect certain behavior from those we give. And perhaps when the opposite occurs, we help someone and later that same person turns around and turns against us. When such a situation happens, what do we do? We close our hearts. Um, uh, why should I help more people? The person I help, look at what happened to me. And thus, we step out of the will of God. When you give to someone, their reaction should not determine your action. Whether they reciprocate or not, keep giving. Whether they appreciate or not, keep helping. Whether they say thank you or not, keep sharing because you are sowing seeds to the Spirit. Let me try and um, practicalize this for you. If I could just have one volunteer. One volunteer, please. Okay, thank you very much, sir. This is a very simple illustration. Now, our brother here is person A. 
Now, as a Christian, I want to give something to my brother. I'm going to bless him with this beautiful apple. My brother, there you go. God bless you. This is from my heart to you. When I give this to my brother, the moment I give it, I should not expect certain behavior from him. Many of us today, when we give, we expect the person to come and say thank you. Or we expect the person, later on, if we face our own trouble, we expect the person to come and also help us. We expect the person to pay us some respect. We expect the person to treat us in a certain way because we have given to them. But Prophet T.B. Joshua says this, and I quote, It is better to give to those who are ungrateful than to give to those who are grateful, for then we will have God as our paymaster. The problem today is that when I put up certain expectations of my brother because I've helped him, what I am doing is setting myself up for disappointments. Because who knows tomorrow? Only God, the brother I've helped today. Tomorrow he may turn to someone that lies against me. He may turn to someone that betrays me. He may turn to someone that's spreads false rumors about me, despite the fact that I've given to him. If I've now put my expectations on him, I will set myself up for bitterness, set myself up for disappointments, set myself up for resentments. And that's how many of us close our hearts and stop helping people because of a negative experience we had. Remember what I said at the beginning of this message, keep your eyes on God, not on the means he might use. Because do you know what, brethren? By the time I give this to Mr. A, so you can go back to your seats with that blessed apple. Do you know I may have given him, I've forgotten about it, whether he said thank you, whether he appreciated, whether he reciprocated or not. Now, by the time I face a challenge of my own, what I have given to Mr. A, God is going to put it in the heart of Mr. B to come and help me. Someone who was not there when I gave him, who didn't know the response, who didn't know the reaction, because I've sown seeds to the spirits. When you sow the love of God, you shall reap the love of God. Whether the person says thank you or not, whether the person appreciates you or not, God will now put it in the hearts of person B. God can use any means and he will now come and give me what I was looking for. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, cut down on your expectations of men and step up your expectations of God. Love everyone. Trust only God. Thank you very much, sir. Take an apple. It is better to give to the ungrateful than to give to the grateful. For then we shall have God as our pay master. People of God, as I draw this message to a conclusion, I want you to take a lesson 
from the case of Peter in Luke chapter 5. Peter sat frustrated and disappointed by the seaside. The disappointment could be written all over his face after a night of toiling and struggling without any seeming reward. And in that critical moment, Jesus Christ met Peter and told him, put down your nets for a catch. The anger and the frustration in Peter were enough to provoke an emotional outburst. But even though Peter was burning on the inside, he kept his cool. And he said, Lord, if you say so, if you, the author and finisher of my faith, the Lord of the winds and waves, if you say so, I will let down the nets for a catch. In other words, he was simply saying this, I know that if I labor by your order and under your direction, I cannot labor in vain. This same principle applies to everyone here and everyone watching today. If you labor under God's direction, you cannot labor in vain. What you have been doing, the, the prayers and the tears of many years, the good works that you have been doing in privates that no one saw, that word of encouragement you gave to that distressed and depressed brother, that smile you gave to the person who looked downcast, that time you, you introduced Emmanuel TV to that person in bondage of addiction and they received their freedom. That time you just gave a small bit of money to that person on the streets that was in such a terrible situation. God has a record of what you have done. They will issue into beauty and glory. God is faithful to fulfill His promises. He's not a man that disappoints. Whatever you have done for God's sake, the reward is great. Don't give up. Don't become bitter because of betrayal. Don't become hard-hearted because of hurts. Don't become disillusioned because of disappointments. Don't close your heart to help because of negative experiences in the past. That's faith. Faith is a trust that arises out of the fact that the other party is reliable, dependable, trustworthy. God cannot fail. So brethren, in conclusion, if this principle anchors you throughout the new year 2020, love everyone, trust only God, nothing will shake your faith in God. Nothing will separate you from the love of God. Nothing will affect your relationship with God. I can say this with such assurance because the message I've given today if there's anyone who exemplifies this message, love everyone, trust only God, it is Prophet T.B. Joshua. I have seen personally the fact that no person, no man has come in between him and his relationship with God. He continues to give, he continues to support, he continues to invest, irrespective of whether the people reciprocate or not, because he knows he is sowing to the spirits. 
And today we are all beneficiaries of the reward that God is continually giving him. Love everyone. Trust only God. Help your neighbor. But don't put your hope in them. Care for your neighbor. But don't put your confidence in them. Love your neighbor. But don't trust them. Trust is reserved for God who has no beginning and no end. May God bless his word in the midst of our hearts. In Jesus' name.